How do you stay motivated and positive during the slow times and those horrible times in your business? Well, today I'm going to give you the tea, okay? What's up, everybody? Happy Monday, you guys, and welcome back to the Creative Gems Podcast. This is episode number eight. Can you believe it, you guys? Um, Just in case you guys are new around here, my name is Danielle. Um, Hopefully, you know exactly where you're at and who you're here to see, okay? <laughs> or in this case, who you're here to uh, hear, right? Um, Hopefully, you're taking me along on your ride as you flow through your day. I hope you're doing well wherever you are in the world. I want to give a big shout out to my patrons. And today, we're going to get into the tea. I'm going to tell you like five tips on how to stay motivated when you're, when it seems like your business is failing, when it seems like no one is checking for you. Um, I'm also going to get into how's my week, right? How's your week? Make sure you comment below and let me know how you've been feeling, especially if you over there on Patreon. Um, but yeah, it's been a rough week. It's, it's been a week full of new beginnings and, highs, lows, and all of those things. Um, so yeah, I'm going to fill you guys in and we're going to talk about my week, um, the new product launch, how to stay motivated and all that jazz. So let's get it. So this week has definitely been an interesting week, you guys. Um, usually I'm really optimistic about the week, especially on Mondays and I'm always excited. Like I really enjoy doing this podcast. I don't know why, but I really enjoy doing this podcast, just sitting with my thoughts, talking into the ether, filling you guys in on the inside track on what's been going on, like my different mindsets on how I feel about things, how I think about things, how I break down business. And I really enjoyed this aspect of Patreon and just, um, you know, giving back and adding value to you guys. But this week has really been rough. I, um, I mean, number one, my plan is still alive. So let's chat about that. Plant is still alive, okay? And I've got kind of gotten to a groove. Me and her, I've actually named her. Her name is Mina, okay? Shout out to all the plant parents out there. Um, So I got into a groove of kind of how to take care of her, like how much water to add, how much sunlight. I had actually, uh, you know, flowed between should I put her in the front of the house where it's more light, where it's more heat, where it's less air conditioned. Cause you know, artificial air, I don't know. Like I'm a new, um, kind of plant parent. So I'm still trying to like figure out how things should be. Right. So I kind of went back and forth between those two different things. So I put her in the front and she started to flourish again because the front, I don't know, um, about you guys, but here, if you ever, if you live in a city, especially Baltimore, and I live in one of those houses, they're kind of like what you would call brownstones that they have in New York City. They have those really large picture windows, so I get lots of light, 
lots of beautiful natural light in my living room. So I put her in there and she's starting to perk up and flourish once again. She's having all these new buds and all these new things going on. I swear, I'm always giving you guys updates on my um my plant as if she's my child. But it is it does feel like that. <laughs> it feels like that because you really have to take care of it. You can't, I mean, depending on the plant, you can't just like really uh, just put it in the corner and think that it's going to live and you like, throw, you know, water it from time to time. You really have to care for this thing as if it is a baby. Because at the end of the day, it's still kind of, it is alive, right? So uh, pretty much once I started to really give it some good TLC, we got into a rhythm I did a little DIY project over the weekend. I like to do little DIY projects with my son every weekend just to, you know, kind of put him in the fold and make him feel like he's still kind of part of my life because being an entrepreneur, being a working entrepreneur, being a working mommy, right? Because that's a little bit different than just being a regular artist out here grinding and being an entrepreneur and doing your thing. Being a mommy, you're out here, you're not just here for yourself, you know what I mean? Like, everything you do has to kind of infuse your children for the most part, and uh, everything you do is for your children, right? So me going hard with my business and going hard with my art and doing as much content creation as I do is all for my son, all for my daughter, all for my family, period. So I can be able to sustain myself on my art in the long run. That's the that's the long game for me, right? It's to be able to full-time support myself off of my art and not have to worry about supplementing my income with working or any of those things, right? Yes and yes. So I kind of got sidetracked, right? <laughs> we were talking about the fact that I did a DIY project, right? So I did a DIY project with him and it was beautiful. We actually um, sketched up, painted like these beautiful uh, designs on the pot. I did a whole TikTok video you know, because you got to spice up the content, right? Make it interesting. Hello. And, you know, tip of the day, that's, this is a bonus tip, right? Uh, if you're doing something, try to maximize on that content and cut it up, spice it up, and use it for different things. So, you know, I turned a day of us just chilling, doing DIY projects into an actual a uh, tangible content, piece of content that I could actually share on social media and get people excited about doing their own DIY projects at home with their children. Yes and yes. So that was super exciting, you guys. A lot of people liked it. Um, I got a lot of comments about people. Oh, I want to do it too, yada, yada, yada. If you too want to participate in my DIY pot project, go ahead and head over to my Instagram at uh, creative underscore girls underscore of underscore color. 
I know it's a lot of underscores. Don't, listen, don't blame me. Blame the blame the universe, okay? Blame Instagram. Blame Mark Zuckerberg. He didn't want me to live my best life, so it is what it is. But either way, you can Google me or or whatever, and I'm sure my Instagram will pop up, and you can participate in the uh, DIY project. And I will be sure to pop you guys into my stories and share, share, and share. So yeah. Um, so that was one of the things that we did. Um, so that was super exciting and all of that stuff, right? I really enjoyed it. Um, and yeah. So the next thing, product launch. Oh my God. I totally forgot about that, you guys. Okay. So last week, Friday, I did my first official product launch, you guys. And this is what prompted this topic, right? Because this is not the first kind of, and and I'll get into that in a minute, but this is what prompted this topic, right? So I did my first real exclusive product launch. I wanted to feel like, oh my God, like those big YouTubers, those big Instagram artists that they're out there, they're like launching all of these different things like stickers and uh, planners and Blase, blase, calendars, whatever, whatever, uh, paintings, yada, yada, yada. I wanted to feel like I was actually part of the thing. I mean, cause usually I just, you know, haphazardly just post like, boom, um, here's this, this is for sale. Um, this is what I have available, blase, blase. That's usually what I'm doing when I'm, actually posting my work, so to speak, you know what I mean? So I feel like, uh, I wanted to get into the crowd. So that's what I did. I launched a new product, which you can, you guys can check out. Um, I launched a new, my new Estra, right? Estra, the mermaid, the queen mermaid painting combined with some new stationery, um, I'm going to come out with some new stickers and some other product stuff. Um, my happy mail tier, I'm going to be updating that. Um, and then it was, but for the most part, I came out with different stationery, a print, a Eshra print, Eshra the mermaid print, and the original beautiful acrylic painting. And I thought that that whole launch would be beautiful because it would be a, a way for people to feel like I'm being really professional and cohesive. I'm launching on that on that specific day. I even did like little snippets up until launch day. And boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it did not happen. Um, launch day was a bust. Uh, I heard freaking crickets which was absolutely fucking insane for me because usually when I'm just haphazardly just putting shit out there, um, I don't have these issues. Like people usually, I mean, I'm not saying I haven't had failures. I mean, in the beginning I've had failures. I've had times where, um, people didn't buy things or I went and I sold things at, at, uh, you know, trade shows, conventions, um, you know, flea markets, whatever, and it didn't go well. I mean, we all deal with those failures, right? And I'll get into that more in our next segment. But for some reason, 
I don't know whether it was because people are not, weren't used to me doing a product launch. People weren't used to, especially, you know, African-American people are not necessarily used to like stationary and just like these different things. And art is still kind of a new concept for us. I mean, like, hello, like, hello, like almost a hundred years ago, right? Even a hundred years ago, right? Uh, we wasn't even allowed to paint. We wasn't allowed to paint, wasn't allowed to read, wasn't allowed to do any of those things. So art and, and, um, having these beautiful things to enrich our lives is relatively a new concept. And majority of my demographic are black women, right? Specifically, uh, black women from the ages of 25 to 45, right? <laughs> yes, I know the demographics, okay? And um, I don't know. I, I just don't know what happened, why they wasn't feeling it. Maybe they, uh, maybe it was just the wrong time of month that I launched it because sometimes you can launch things at a certain time of month and people just don't have any money. So I don't know. I don't know. It just, and then it just left me feeling depleted. It left me feeling shitty. Um, today I'm really, um, like this, this podcast, I was, I pushed it back. I pushed the time back. I even woke up later because I've just been feeling really shitty and I've been kind of pulling back on my art and just not wanting to do as much. You know what I mean? And I don't know. It's just really horrible. You guys really, really horrible. Um, I started like questioning my own existence. <laughs> Trying to figure out what the fuck is wrong with me? Why is nobody buying this stuff? Why doesn't nobody like it? It's like, you never know what the public is going to like. I just don't know. And then you know what's crazy to me? Cause I actually sat down and I analyzed it because I go between two different color palettes. It's either landscapes are really dreamy, kind of like watery mermaid pieces, or it's like hardcore, uh, warm, um, queens with, uh, dashikis on or just nude in the wilderness, yada, yada, yada. Right. So I go through those two different three themes and usually, right. If I do the pop art and I do the warm themes, those seem to sell more. When I do those Disney, dreamy, kind of watery themes, people are just not really interesting. So that's just something I'm going to really think about going forward. And even though I felt shitty, you know, I sit back and I actually, and I take my own advice and I go into those <clears throat> the different tips that I'm going to give you um, coming up next on how to kind of survive those times when uh, a product doesn't work out, uh, a product is shitty, or not even shitty, but people, it's just not perceived well, people are not buying it, yada, yada, yada. Um, the, the, the show must go on, so to speak, right? So, um... I'm going to get, get into those survival tips on how I'm surviving, um, what you guys at home can do to survive. Cause I know a lot of people don't really give these tips out. Like, what do you do when 
a product doesn't work or people are not perceiving it. You're not, or you invested a lot of money because I mean, it takes you time. Like I worked on this painting on and off for like over a year, you guys. And for, for it not to sell is absolutely insane to me. And I feel like it's reasonably priced because I could have, you know, went up to a thousand whatever dollars, but no, you know, um, I think it's pandemic priced, <laughs> you know that you feel what I'm saying? But at the same time, I made it comfortable enough to where I can feel comfortable with it. So I don't know. I don't know. It's just something I have to evaluate and kind of figure out for myself as to what happened. But in the meantime, and in between time, I'm going to employ those tactics that we're going to talk about next. So let's get into it. So let's get into these five tips on how to stay motivated, right? How do we stay motivated when you think your business is failing or a project didn't work or people are just not checking for you? They're just not feeling your artwork and you're just feeling shitty. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that's a hard time for people that are entrepreneurs. So let's get into these tips, you guys. Boom. Tip one. So tip one, create, don't wait. There is a big hashtag or quote from one of my favorite entrepreneur, real estate moguls, real, you know, just a banging African-American couple uh, named Mrs. and Mr. J. Morrison. Okay. Um, they have like one of the big, biggest like real estate funds on the planet. And his wife always says that her name is Ernestine, Ernestine Morrison. She always says, create, don't wait. And I really, really believe in that motto. Why? wait for opportunities to come to you? Why wait for, uh, somebody to give you a commission, somebody to buy something from you, yada, 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 create the projects and create the content that you know needs to be created so you can fill a niche or gap in, um, the world, right? You're, you're basically infusing something into the world, even if it's a, if it's an old concept, but you recreate that old concept and you make it new, you make it fresh, you make it exciting. People will come to you and say, Hey, boom, you know, she does dog portraits or she does regular portraits, whatever you want to call it. But She does them in this way, like only in pink or only in neon colors or, you know, the whatever. The cats are only on a spaceship and they're like flying through the wind and only on a spaceship. I mean, everybody has found a way, has found a way to niche or kind of make something theirs um, or, or even create a different genre, which made it with their infamous forever, like Picasso. Picasso had been creating art and doing art all his life, like traditional art, 
regular portraiture realism and all of that stuff. But it wasn't until he went on to create the genre that we call today cubism, right? Or uh, one of those urban type of uh, paintings that we see with the weird, you know, lopsided cubed faces or whatever, right? With that is infamous with Picasso. If it wasn't for him thinking outside the box, creating that new kind of genre of painting, that new wave of freshness, you know, he wouldn't be infamous right now. We wouldn't probably, we wouldn't know what his name is. You feel what I'm saying? And it doesn't matter whether I like it or not, right? Because I don't really, I'm, I, I'm not a Picasso fan as far as for his um, cubism. But I really enjoyed the fact that he was an innovator and he was ahead of his time and he thought of ways to kind of innovate a old, um, uh, you know, thing, an old, uh, technique and, and craft like painting and realism. And he turned it over on its head and creating something special for himself, which made it where he was constantly in demand people came to him because they wanted something fresh something new same same thing with Andy Warhol he was the same way he brought something fresh something new to the same old genre so that's my first tip create don't wait don't wait for other people to bring you money that's what I do when I feel like I'm in a rut and I feel like, um, okay, a certain project didn't work. Every project's not going to work. That's just the way it is. I mean, everybody doesn't show you their failures online. They're not showing you, uh, you know, the things or whatever. You know, feel what I'm saying? Like, they're not showing you their failures. They're not showing you the many nights or the different projects that they attempted that people, you know, that weren't well received people didn't like them they didn't buy it yada 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 you know what the, whatever they what do you do when you're um creator um when you're a content creator when you're an artist when you're in all those things what do you do you just you move on you adapt and you recreate something that you feel is going to be innovative and comfortable for yourself but at the same time is going to be um something consumable enough for the public, not something like totally, you know, out of this world where it's not consumable, like how Van Gogh was ahead of his time, right? He was way ahead of his time, probably a hundred years ahead of his time. And people didn't really get it, right? He didn't, they didn't get it. He didn't make any money during his lifetime and he got, he, but he wanted to, continue to create in that specific genre, but he had to deal with the repercussions of not wanting to move beyond his comfort zone or just not wanting to conform to convention. You know what I mean? Like fuck the machine type of thing. Right? So yeah, those, those are some of the things you got to think about also. So tip number two, um, I would say write down what what went wrong, right? Um, think of a strategy. 
right? And I'm coming up with these tips off the side of my head because these are the, some of the things that I do on a regular basis. Like they, they're like on autopilot for me. So, you know, write them down, write what went wrong. Uh, what, look at your analytics, you know, you may have analytics on your social media, analytics on, um, your website and stuff like that. You know, look at your analytics to see, okay, what wasn't working? What are people not responding to? What are people not clicking on? They even have analytics on Etsy, you guys. So if you happen to have an Etsy shop, um, figure out what's not working and pull it and figure out how do we, how to rework it and, um, do something else. You feel what I'm saying? Um, the third tip, here's my third tip. Um, and make sure you guys are writing these things down. Get your notebooks out because I'm spilling the tea right now, you guys. Um, number three, you can start to kind of brainstorm and figure out new concepts. Uh, start to do things. If you want something to change in your life, you have to do things that are not necessarily comfortable for yourself. You feel what I'm saying? So figure out how to, uh, kind of contort yourself into something that's not comfortable for you. Cause sometime in order to hit pay dirt, you got to do shit that people are not necessarily doing. That's another thing. You know, and I mean, that, that kind of goes back to what I was saying about create, don't wait. It all kind of correlates to each other. Um, don't wait for somebody to give you something and, you know, start to create those things that are, Oh, I'm so sorry, you guys, (laughs) uh, I'm multitasking, multitasking, but, um, yeah, start to create things that are going to be innovative, but at at the same time, personal to you, you know, um, and again, I gave you all these examples of people and artists that created something that was unique to them, but, but at the same time that was fresh and divine and innovative to the masses. You feel what I'm saying? Um, and I know, and I know, like, I, I think we talk about this every single week, but, Basquet. <laughs> oh Jesus Lord, right? Um, I think we talk about this every single week, like every single week of the day, but I swear. Oh my god, you guys. I swear, I swear, I swear. Like Basquet, even though he wasn't my favorite, um, he was on to something, right? He knew how to hustle. He knew how to think of innovative ways to get his name out there. Um, and yeah, like he wasn't playing, right? He was, he was determined that he was going to be famous and it wasn't going to be nobody. Okay. That was going to stop him from being famous and, uh, and living out his dreams. And that's something that I think a lot of us can learn from that. If you want to 
think outside of the box and you want to do something different, you want to get something different, you have to be willing to do shit that's different. You feel what I'm saying? So Basquette, even though I wasn't digging his art and I know it's controversial, I don't want no hate mail, you guys, but uh, yeah, his, to me, his art was shitty. It looks ugly, but he knew how to hustle. He knew that he was going to be famous and he was going to find a way to get his name out there and he was going to find a way to make some fucking money regardless, okay? So, yeah, that's that's tip, uh, what was that? Tip two, three, four? <laughs> that was tip three, four, okay? Um, tip number five, let's just jump into tip number five. Stay as positive as possible, you guys. You may even have to take a break, right? Step back, take a, ba- a break, reevaluate, create, don't wait, right? Um, write down goals and start to maybe study something new, you know? Get into something new that may be important to you. Um, you know, uh, I know I have some books here by, uh, who is it by, good Lord? Um... The person, there's a, there's an author that I really, really like. It's an artist I really, really dig. He does, um, the Riley method. That's what it is. The Riley method. Uh, he has all of these different books. Um, Mr. Riley, I think he was like an illustrator back in the forties, fifties. He has all these different books that I like to utilize when I feel stuck or when I want to know how to do certain poses and anatomy and yada, yada, yada. Um, there's also a book called 500, um, art prompts, right? So I think it's on like Barnes and Nobles or eBay or whatever you want to call it. Find that book that says 500 art prompts and start doing those different prompts to prompt these different ideas and, uh, something that's going to spark something else in you and start to create things even while you're not making money. In addition, you should also have diverse ways of making money. I say this all the time. You should have diverse ways of making money. You should be out there, um, having either, even if you have to get a part-time job, I mean, there's no shame in your game with that. I may even have to get a part-time job because, you know, sometimes things are slow, you know, things do not always work out, you guys. And that's just the way of life. That's just the way of business. And if you don't have those hard times, you won't be able to really enjoy and embrace the hard work that you're putting in and embrace the good times. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's just five tips kind of like off the cuff, kind of like right off my brain, um, spontaneous, like, (laughs) um, how, on how you can kind of get yourself through that rut. You know, if you need to get a part-time job, if you need to do whatever you got to do by any means necessary, except robbing and killing and whatever, do what you got to do by any means necessary to get your name out there, um, to get your product out there, to innovate and create and, uh, and all of those things, you know what I mean? Um, just don't feel like 
it's forever. The only failure is when you stop actually doing something. When you stop just wanting to get up and wanting to do something. Because I tell you, this morning was a shitty morning for me. And I was like, I'm not going to get up. I'm going to get up. I'm going to wake up late. And which I did wake up a little later. Um, but I said to myself, I'm going to wake up late and I'm just not going to care, you know, um, you know, because this week was shitty. It was really, really horrible for sales. I didn't make a lot of money. I didn't, um, matter of fact, this week has been really slow period, right? And even though it's been horrible and a lot of content creators are not going to tell you when they're having slow months, but I'll tell you, I mean, cause it's part of the journey and I want you guys to learn and I want you to be along with me on this journey. You're not going to always make money. That's why I tell you all the time, don't quit your job. Don't quit your job until you know that you can really sustain yourself full time on your art. Um, don't, you know, or go out and get a part-time job if you have to. If it's possible uh, physically and mentally or in this current climate that we're in right now with during the pandemic, you know, so do what you can out there, you guys. And yeah, you know, that's all the tips I have for you today, you guys. I really hope you enjoyed it. I love you guys so much and I hope you keep creating, stay motivated, create, don't wait. Okay. <laughs> create that project that, you know, you've been always waiting to create, um, create that project that, uh, you know, you've been always wanting to do, but you're afraid to do cause you're afraid of the response. You're afraid of what are people, what are people going to say? What are people going to do? Nobody's going to do anything to you. I mean, the worst that's going to happen is that people are uh, not going to like it. They're going to think it's shitty. And, you know, it is what it is. And you're going to be, you know, they're not going to buy it. And that's what it is. But you get your guts to still keep getting up. Because, again, the only failure is when you don't get up. Right? So, yeah, I love you guys so much. And I hope you have a wonderful day wherever you are in the world. Wash your hands, wear your mask, love on each other, and I'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Creative Gems podcast. I would love it if you would leave a girl a review. If you happen to be over here on Anchor, Spotify, or any of the other podcasting websites, just take a few moments to leave a quick review It goes a long way to people discovering my podcast and sponsorships. And if you have a creative friend out there that would really benefit from the Creative Gems podcast, go ahead and give a referral. I love you guys so much and stay creative.
Thank you.